All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Frozen Pitch with your host, Nick Scortino. So today we've got a lot of NHL news to talk about, uh, like Travis Ajak retiring and Jack Eichel uh, being stripped of his captaincy. And for soccer, we've got um, Barcelona uh, drama to decipher and to go over uh, this weekend's matchup so far and what games uh, are still have yet to come. Uh, tomorrow on Sunday. So let's dive right into the NHL news. Uh, Ottawa has acquired Zach Sanford from St. Louis in exchange for Logan Brown and a conditional 2022 draft pick. Sanford had 10 goals and 16 points in 52 games last season for St. Louis. The conditional pick will be removed from the deal if Logan Brown plays more than 30 NHL games for St. Louis. So we'll see what happens with that. But Ottawa acquires uh, an offensive piece, which is something that they def- they definitely needed to go forward. And St. Louis, uh, we'll see how they decide to do um, how they round out their team because uh, you know you get a guy, you get a player in Logan Brown from uh, Sanford, but you also still have to figure out your situation with Vladimir Tarasenko. So. I'll keep you guys updated on that. Tarasenko has actually reported to training camp so far, but uh, we're still unsure. I'm still unsure as to whether or not he still wants to be traded or not. So I will keep you all updated on that. Um, Jonathan Taves has uh, returned to the Chicago Blackhawks for training camp. He missed all of last season dealing with a chronic immune response syndrome, and he also has. he also ended up having uh, COVID-19 last season. So very unfortunate, um, you know, series of events for Jonathan Taze, who uh, is a great hockey player for the Chicago Blackhawks. But uh, he now is looking uh, looking forward to being back on the ice with his team, and he would love to play uh, October 13th when Chicago opens up the season against uh, Colorado. But, you know, he's staying patient, which is, Something he has to do because uh, he's nece- not necessarily in the best fitness just yet. Um, but I'm sure he'll be able to get back to something that he once was uh, a few from two years ago. So I hope, wish him the best. Uh, hope that he can uh, end up playing October 13th because he'll uh, the Chicago Blackhawk fans will love to have him back on the ice. And I will keep you guys updated with that whole storyline. The St. Louis Blues have actually made some changes to the front office. They've promoted Peter uh, Chiarelli to the uh, vice president of hockey operations, and they're also bringing back Ken Hitchcock as a consultant. Um, They have really decided that they want um, guys in their front office with experience uh, being in Stanley Cup finals and around Stanley Cup finals. So uh, they're trying to get that whole mentality right uh, with the organization. So, We'll see if that uh, those moves play out in their favor, and if they don't. Uh, Evgeny Malkin will miss the first two months of the NHL season, uh, recovering from knee surgery that he had in the offseason. Aaron Ekblad is uh, at the Florida Panthers training camp six months after a scary uh, moment where he ended up breaking his leg. Uh, he's been skating for several weeks and is very excited for training camp and to get back into the swing of things with Florida, who will look to make it back to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, goalie Cal Peterson has agreed to a three-year, $15 million contract extension with the Los Angeles Kings. Peterson went 9-18-5 last year and ended up getting career best in his goal against average 
which was uh, a two, 2.89, and his save percentage, which was at .911. Uh, now, on to some news that I really, uh, you know, was a little, little sad, but uh, had to be done. Uh, Travis Zajac has signed a one-day one deal with the New Jersey Devils to retire. Um, you know, good for him. It, nice that he uh, wanted to retire a Devil. Um, he's a very, very, very reliable center for the New Jersey Devils. Um, you know, he's been the assistant captain for the last few years before they traded him to the New York Islanders uh, this past trade deadline. He's played uh, over 1,000 games for the Devils and has a total of 550 career points before, uh, for the team. So, you know, he's a great. he's been a great player for them, and... Uh, he's really helped out the team with his veteran presence over the last few seasons. Uh, wish that wish they could have gotten a little bit more success in the playoffs, other than the uh, you know making it in the first round, making it to the first round of the playoffs uh, in 2018. But you know, sometimes uh, teams head in wrong directions for a little while, and the Devils are now on the rise. But it's unfortunate that he couldn't be a part of it. But you know, he. He knows better than anyone when it's time to call it, and congratulations to him. The Devils will be having a ceremony to celebrate him reaching a thousand career games with the team. Uh, they couldn't have it last year, obviously, because of COVID, and they couldn't allow uh, fans in the stadium. But now, uh, most NHL stadiums will be um, back to one hundred percent capacity. So, I'm hoping to attend that game if I can, and. Um, It'll definitely be a fun thing to watch, so uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Now to the final piece of NHL news, and possibly the biggest piece to come out in the last few weeks, in my opinion. Uh, Jack Eichel has failed his physical with the Buffalo Sabres and was stripped of his captaincy. Um, Eichel's been out since March with a herniated disc in his neck, and he will start the season on the IR. The Sabres have opted for a non-surgical rehab, but then their medical experts have suggested an anterior cervical disectomy with fusion uh, to relieve him of his pain, but Eichel wants a disc replacement surgery, which will put an artificial disc in his neck, and it calls for a shorter rehab, um, the potential for less loss of motion, and far less potential for the necessity of for future surgeries, and it's also never been performed on an NHL player. And that this whole situation is just ridiculous in my opinion because you know if Eichel gets the surgery the Sabres want um he's not going to be the same player he's not going to be able to do a lot of things that he once was and there's a lot of implications to to it that will affect him long term whereas the disc replacement surgery that he wants uh it's a shorter rehab. There's uh, the potential for less loss of motion and far less potential for uh, you know the necessity of future surgery, which is obviously a lot better than you know what would happen. And it's you know it's kind of ups- it's kind of upsetting that the Sabers have just been dragging their feet along with this because it's like I understand the surgery hasn't been done on an NHL player, but you know. He's if you want your best player to come back, you know, not necessarily better than ever, but close to what he once was, or you know, at the same 
uh, level that he he was when he was at his best. You got to you have to trust him on this, and on top of that, you have to give him a little bit more credit and you know basically make this an option instead of just what you're forcing the player to get because that's not fair to the player at all for you to basically say this is what you have to get done this is what's going to happen blah blah blah. i understand that you have like control over this player because he's under contract but the player has you know it's his body and he eichel should realistically be able to do what he feels is necessary and will help him out long term and you know for the future I don't personally see him playing another game in a Buffalo Sabres jersey. I still feel like he's definitely going to be traded this year. Um, it's going to be a very interesting saga to uh, keep track of. But I, I think the Sabres are being absolutely ridiculous with this. I understand the surgery hasn't been performed on an NHL player, but with all of the um, you know outcomes that I stated earlier about it and what happens with it, it sounds like it's a little bit more enticing than what the Sabres are pushing for because if he does go with the fusion um, in his neck, eh, he's not going to be the same player or anything remotely close to what he once was. And that's obviously something he doesn't want. So we'll see uh, We'll see what actually happens with that um, further down the line. I still, I still think the Rangers probably have the best uh, chances of landing him because if they don't give Mika Zibanejad the contract that he wants, they can probably go out and or use him to sign Jack Eichel, which if they do, they're probably going to let Jack Eichel do this surgery, and that's what I feel like any team is going to do if they get him via trade. So now, transitioning into soccer or football, depending on how you would like to say it, Ah, let's let's start off with the big piece before we get into any sort of matchups uh, from this weekend, and that is that Ronald Koeman is on the verge of being sacked as the manager of Barcelona after a less than stellar start to the season. Shocker! I don't think anybody could have called this one. Barcelona currently sit in eighth place, eighth place with a record of two, three, and zero, oh, and ten points. The team isn't. The team is in absolute shambles. I, they've looked horrible. They have no identity on the pitch. Their tactics are god awful, and don't do anything. They don't generate any sort of offense. Their defense is poor, and you know they have decent talent. It's not like they don't. But you know, if you keep it, if, you know, if they keep losing and like nothing gets fixed, these. Players are going to want to leave. Pedri, Frankie de Jong, Serginho Dest. Um, there's a few other guys that I'm currently blanking on. Um, but, you know, guys like that won't want to come, won't want to stay at the club, won't want to re-sign, won't want to be, you know, anywhere near this club because they're, they can't get the right coach. They're in debt by God knows how much at this point anymore. Because they're not making anything off ticket sales, because the fans don't even want to show up to the games. Uh, when they played uh, Granada the other day, um, like they were, they were, the stadium had some fans in it, but uh, the limit that uh, Spain has set for the amount of fans in the stadium, Barcelona was missing was like thirteen thousand below that 
because nobody wants to show up to these games, and I don't blame them. It's who I don't want to. I I don't sit there and watch games. I'd rather I I watch the Premier League. That's basically all I watch. You know, in terms of on the weekends or during the week. I watch Arsenal. I I don't watch Barcelona. I can't watch Barcelona because it's just honestly boring and not enjoyable and just mediocre. And the biggest problem with this is Ronald Koeman has lost Barca's identity because he does, his style of football is awful. And, you know, obviously Barcelona has been very well known for the Tiki Taka, which was introduced by Johan Cruyff, Cruyff and uh, Pep Guardiola. And right now the best man, like manager to come in and help them get back to that, in my opinion, is... Chavi because he's been managing in Qatar for the club Al Saad and they have been um, showing a lot of the possession uh, and Tiki Taka uh, football that Barca had play, has played in the past because he was obviously one of the key cogs in that midfield that played it and the fact that they can't even find the right manager and that Xavi is doing what he's been doing in Qatar and they can't do anything correctly is just the club is going downhill and I don't I honestly don't think that they can recover cuz I the, you're not going to top a Real Madrid or a Atletico Madrid anymore in, in La Liga and it's it's going to be tough uh tough uphill battle for Barcelona to even remotely get back to what they once once were and on top of that you know yeah it sucks for you to lose a, a player like Lionel Messi in your team but this also just goes to show how much Messi really carried this team and you know that's their own fault that they lost them because of the bad contracts and bad financial decisions made by the previous board members and president so, it's their own fault. There's nothing you can really do about it anymore. Ronald Koeman sucks as a coach. That's basically all I got to say on that. So, now moving into uh, the weekend matchups. The Premier League. Um, City Manchester City beat Chelsea 1-0. Aston Villa beat Man U 1-0. And there's a lot of drama going on with that game because uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has... Um, let Bruno Fernandez take a uh, penalty, which would have tied the game, and uh, didn't let uh, Cristiano Ronaldo take the penalty. And Bruno Fernandez missed the penalty, and Manchester United went on to lose. And he's been seeing, been receiving a lot of. Um, I'm trying to think of the word. He's been, I guess, a lot of, um, you know, hate towards that and. You know, Bruno Fernandez has been very has been excellent for Manchester United. So I, it's really just it's in my opinion it's really a toss up as to who could would take the penalty, but you win some, you lose some in that battle. Everton beat Norwich two nothing. West Ham beat Leeds two one. Leicester and Burnley tied two two. Watford and Newcastle tied one one. Brentford and Liverpool tied three three, which I'm kind of shocked about that one. And then tomorrow we have Southampton versus Wolves, and we also have Arsenal versus Tottenham, which is going to be a very uh, good game to watch. Obviously, you know the North London uh, Derby is really, really fun to watch, 
and we'll see what happens uh, between the two teams. Um, you know, I'm really hoping Arsenal can pull out a win. Be really nice to watch. And then for Monday, we have Crystal Palace versus Brighton. And also, uh, last week, uh, earlier in the week, we saw the Carabao Cup uh, third-round matches finish up. And now the fourth-round matchups have come out. And it's Arsenal versus Leeds, Leicester versus Brighton, West Ham versus Man City, Chelsea versus Southampton, um, QPR versus Sunderland, Burnley versus Tottenham, Stoke City versus Brentford, and Preston versus Liverpool. Uh, going on to La Liga. Alaves defeated Atletico Madrid 1-0. Real Madrid and Villarreal tied 0-0. And Barcelona will play uh, Levante tomorrow. Now switching over to Germany in the Bundesliga. Bayern Leverkusen beat Mainz 1-0. Rebel Leipzig defeated uh, Hertha Berlin 6-0. Hoffenheim beat Wolfsburg 3-1. Borussia Mönchengladbach defeated Dortmund 1-0. And that concludes the Bundesliga. Now going into the Serie A, AC Milan defeated uh, Spezia 2-1. Inter Milan and Atalanta tied 2-2. And tomorrow's games are Juventus versus Sampdoria, Roma versus Lazio, and Napoli versus uh, Cagliari. And the final league and final uh, matchup uh, roundup matchup roundup for this weekend is Ligue 1. And Lyon and Lorient tied 1-1. PSG defeated uh, Montpellier uh, 2-0. And tomorrow uh, tomorrow's games are Monaco versus Claremont and Marseille versus Lens. So that wraps up this week's episode of Frozen Pitch. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it and have a great day.